has all the knowledge you want. Malik Books has all the knowledge you need. Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik Books. This is a milestone. Milestone. A quarter of a hundred episodes. That's right. Episode 25. And you know the title of episode 25? Critical race theory. That's right. Because that's a hot topic in the community. And I want 25 to be a hot topic. So my 25th episode is called Critical Race Theory. And I'm going to be talking about a book that has a foreword written by Cornel West, Critical Race Theory. I'm also on this episode going to be talking to an author named Leah Johnson. They walked into Malik Books and I had an opportunity to talk to her about her young adult book out, which she's written two that's published in the third to come out later on within the year or early next year. And lastly, I'm doing a book review. I've gotten away for a couple of weeks now because I've been putting events on Garcelle, um, Terry Crews, Independent Bookstore Day. So I'm back at it. My book review is by none other than Viola Davis, who just came out with a book called Feeding the Soul. You know the Viola Davis that's an author, philanthropist, and producer, as well as the Triple Crown winner, an Oscar, an Emmy, and a Tony. So enjoy this episode 25. As I dive into a hot topic today, critical race theory. You never know who's going to walk in Malik books. I'm blessed with an author and we happen to have her book in the store. And I love when we do because there's a million books out here and we always don't have that book. We might have sold out. But in this case, at least we got our second book, which is Rise to the Sun. But her first one, the first book she wrote was You Should See Me in a Crown. And the author name is Leah Johnson. And I happen to have it right here at Malik Books and Malik's Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture and community. Wants to get a few minutes with her just to talk about her book. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is a delightful surprise. I was just going to Old Navy and I was like, you know what? This is where we were supposed to be. Absolutely. And why walk by a bookstore and not come in? Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's probably my most toxic trait is that I can't see a bookstore without jumping in and walking out with an armful of books usually. And we're excited the fact that we have your book in the store. Now, we sold out of your first one. We will reorder that. But I want you to tell us about your first book. Uh, yeah. So my first book, You Should See Me in a Crown, is about a girl named Liz Lighty, whose only dream is to get out of her small and small-minded hometown. But when her scholarship falls through, she realizes she's going to have to run for prom queen for the scholarship that's attached to the crown, which would be difficult enough for a wallflower like Liz, but it's made even more difficult when she begins to fall for her competition. So this book is more of a teen, young adult book, right? Yeah, yeah. So the target audience is between like 13 and 17-ish. Um, 
that is the target for most of my YA, but my middle grade book, which is called Ellie Engel Saves Herself, which is due out next spring from Disney Hyperion, is for much younger readers. So between like nine and 13 Nine and 13. What that book is about? That book is about a girl named Ellie Engel who believes herself to be really, really ordinary. And her biggest problem is that she thinks she has a crush on her best friend um, until an earthquake hits her small hometown and she wakes up the next morning with the ability to bring things back to life with their touch. Well, I, I know that the book we have, um, Rise to the Sun, right now, in stock, signed, autographed, right here at Malik Books. But you need to tell us about this book. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, so Rise to the Sun, if you are a fan of music festivals, if you're a fan of summer love stories, if you're a fan of black girls getting to be free and foolish and flawed and brilliant and all of those things then rise to the sun is the book for you it's uh, about two girls named tony and olivia who both go to a music festival to have one big adventure before their next chapter in their lives and when they get there they find each other and realize that they need each other and the music more than they thought they ever could that, that bonded them yeah and, yeah and 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 why did they need each other more than the music because they're each whole on their own, right? Like I, I don't subscribe to the ideology that a person is incomplete and you need like a puzzle piece to fulfill you. But both of them are hiding things about themselves or afraid of parts of themselves. And so the other is able to bring out those pieces of them and make them more confident and make the other feel more safe or make them feel more free. And so I think that's the goal of any love story really is like, let's find people who make us better and fuller. Friendship is important. Companionship is important. Sound like a great book, a good read, page turner. Um, what age is, is, this book is a young adult as well? Yeah, yeah. So if you are a teenager, young adult, even if you're in your early 20s, I think all these stories sort of deal with the same ideas of like coming of age, trying to figure out mm -hmm. who you are and what you want out of your life. I think it'll be a good book for... Where do you draw your inspiration for to write these types of books? Um, A lot of it's from my own life. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have access to stories where black girls got to be main characters, got to be heroes, got to have big, exciting adventures and love stories. And so I'm really just trying to write the kinds of books that I would have wanted to be able to read when I was 15, 16 years old. I'm glad you said that because um, the voice of woman matters. We just came off of Mother's Day and that's one day a year we celebrate mother civilization. So I'm glad you mentioned that you write strong stories about, you know, young women and, and, and gifted women, because that is important. Um, this is a male-dominated world, and, we, and the voice of our, our, our women are very important. And uh, I want you to continue to do uh, what you've been doing, is writing these wonderful books for young adults. Um, if you had to leave us with one thing and to tell a young adult, what would it be? Oh, oh, that is the question. That's the million-dollar question. <laughs> I think if I could leave young people with anything, it's that... Um, you know, even if you don't necessarily feel at home in your body, in your community, in your family, hold on because there is a community, there is family, there is a life that's possible for you out there. You just have to stick around long enough to get to it. Well said. Well said. Thank you, Leah Johnson, for signing the books, for visiting Malik Books yes. and sharing with us on Malik's Bookshelf. 
information about what you're doing and types of books you're writing and your contribution because our voice matters. Thank you a lot. Of course. Thank you. Malik's Bookshelf want to talk about a subject matter that is sweeping across America. All over this country, people are talking about critical race theory. There was a major election in Virginia where that was the number one topic, how a Republican defeated a Democrat governor, which no one anticipated that happening. It shook up the political world because this topic, critical race theory, is a hot topic amongst family, amongst parents, amongst children. And why? Why? Because we had a crossroads in America where race is a sensitive subject and it's the elephant in the room. And oftentimes people rather not discuss what is real. We want to live a life of perception. But we must deal with the elephant in the room. We must deal with these issues that are sensitive but are very important to discuss and talk about. Now, I have a book in Malik Books. I have several on critical race theory. But this particular one, critical race theory, the key writings that form the movement Forward by Cornell West, edited by Kimbrough Crenshaw, Gary Pillar, Kendall Thomas. These are some of the editors in this book called Critical Race Theory, the key writings that formed a movement. Now, why this book? Why this subject? Because it has to be addressed. We're not going to get anywhere if we don't deal with the truth in reality. We have to face the elephant in the room. We have to deal with the trauma. We have to deal with the oppression. We have to deal with, there's two nations in America. One black and one white. Or I could have said one white or one black. But the reality is there's two nations. There is two nations and there is a divide in this country on race, on politics, on religion. But here's the thing. This critical race theory is is one group wants to teach. Listen, I got to talk straight now because I went to school. I graduated from college. And. To the victor writes the history. So everything I was taught was based upon those in power who wrote the books and wanted a certain narrative and a certain ideology and belief and status quo. But the reality is, how do you teach a child? How do you teach a child in 2022? That George Washington never told a lie. George Washington owned slaves. George Washington, the first president of the United States, 
Although he's historically the founding father, the first president, and considered in most circles an academic, a great general, and a great president. He is a hero to America. But do you tell a child today in 2022 all the accomplishments of George Washington? Say character. Say, oh, we living in a different time. Character don't change just because you in 2022. You either had character 200 years ago or you got character today. It don't matter the, the time frame or the era. You either, you know what I'm saying? You either a person who is has character or doesn't. Because it's not a subject matter or question if black people were human. If you really think that someone that brilliant intelligent like George Washington didn't know black people were human beings, let's come on, let's be real. He was a mason. He knew that he knew certain things. But the reality is this. He was an enslaver. He owned slaves. He done horrendous things to black people. But yet his character is without which is taught in schools in academia is that he never told a lie and that he was a great general. He was a founding father and that he was a decent and upright man. Now, I don't know how you could be decent and upright man and be that brutal to a race of people. That savage to a group of people. I don't, I don't, I don't know. How do, how do you square that? How do you teach? Why you want me to teach my children that George Washington never told a lie and that he was all that and then some, and then watered down the fact that he owned slaves, that he sold slaves, that he advocated slavery? Really? So that's an example of this critical race theory. It's like, are we to put down one race and lift up another? No, you tell the truth. That's what this book is all about. Critical race theory. Tell the truth. The truth doesn't change the fact that George Washington was the first president, one of the founding fathers, a great general. The truth doesn't change that at all. It also doesn't change the fact that he was an enslaver, that he would be considered a white supremacist, that he would be considered oppressive, to a group of people, racist to a group of people, black people is the group of people. None of that changes the truth. That is the truth. And you have to decide which, how you see his character. You have to decide where he lines up in your mind, in your heart. I personally don't think that white America will see him any different. They will see him as a great general as a founding father, as the first president. That's how they're going to see him. But his character is his character. And that's tied to his humanity. And you want to teach a group of people that his character is sound and good and upright because I ain't never met an enslaver or oppressor that got good character. They might do good things, but you can't judge their character. That's like telling a murderer got character. He murdered a whole family. Come on now. Some of this stuff is common sense. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have your sheroes and heroes and, not ju- and look at their character 
You can't have the cake and eat it too. You got to call it what it is. It is what it is. George Washington is George Washington. But don't sit here and act like <laughs> that he was moral and he had good character just because you love him and because you feel that he did a great contribution to this great country. But at the same time, his character is on judgment today. We are in a different era and we must look at things different. And we can no longer continue to keep a blind eye and just walk past and walk on eggshells and act as if these things don't matter. It matters. It matters. And critical race theory matters. And that's why it is sweeping across this nation because it is causing the great divide to look at the real injustice in how we educate our kids. We cannot. No one should be trying to put down any race of people, but you got to teach the truth. You got to teach the truth. You got to teach blacks and whites the truth. And that will cause a union and the elevation of our society to walk together in the truth. Not have one believe one thing and the other believe in it at their own detriment. You want black people to believe in certain things at their own detriment. That's unfair to us as a group who have been oppressed. We no longer can continue to think inferior like that. We must embrace the truth and accept the reality for what it is. Critical race theory is on the scene today. And the question is, where you want to line up at? What side do you want to be on? My thing is pick the truth. Stop trying to water down the truth. I've never seen white America embrace something that is not in their best interest. I've never seen that. We got a lot of mental health issues and a lot of it's tied to self-esteem. And you got to stop the madness where you try. No one's trying to put down white kids and make them feel inferior because you want to teach the truth in the critical race theory. Because that's all this is about is saying, hey, we got a voice. We want the truth to be told. We want the truth to be spoken. And we want the truth to go forward. We no longer want to accept the fact that you want to teach certain things at all the detriment. We have to stop that. So old heads need to get out the way because these new people ain't going for it. Parents, I understand you have an issue with critical race. A lot of you are misled. A lot of people, because the mainstream media or media in general is out here misleading. But the reality is that, um, you know, there is a crossroads and critical race theory is, has hit a nerve and our voice need to be heard and magnified and not pushed under the pillow, under the bridge, you know, and kept locked up like it has been in the past. We need to be heard. And our, and our grievance need to be addressed. We need to stop teaching an inferior education to one group and teaching a superior education to another. We need to both walk into that classroom and come out that classroom with loving ourselves, believing in ourselves, doing for ourselves. We got to stop the madness. So I believe critical race theory is important in this day and time to create a balance 
going forward. So thank you. That's my book review, Critical Race Theory. It was also how I feel about it. So it's all wrapped up into that one thing, Critical Race Theory. The key, the key writers that form the movement. This book, come go out and get forward by Cornell West. been a few episodes and I haven't done my own personal book review simply because I had these major events. I had the independent bookstore day. I had a signing with Garcelle. I had Terry Crews hosted at Malik Books and we had to do the Los Angeles Times Festival books. So I didn't necessarily do a book review, but what I did was interview authors on the last two segments. But I got a few books that I want to talk about now. I'm going to get back to some of these book reviews. But oftentimes, I just want to point out that if you don't see a book review, usually I have at least someone talking about a book if it's not me. So that's the constellation. So each episode still always has some information about a new book or upcoming book or what have you. But I'm going to do a book review on Viola Davis' new book called Finding Me. And it's a story about her and her journey of self-discovery and how she wrote this book in order to inspire. Not only, you know, she want to find herself, but she also want to give a olive branch to people who read the book so that they can also find themselves. That's why it's called Finding Me. And it's a beautiful book. It's a deep reflection, a promise, and a love letter of sorts to self. My hope, that is, Viola Davis' hope, (laughs) is that the story will inspire you to light up your own life with creative expression and rediscover who you are before the world put a label on you. The book has a lot of trauma and self-discovery. Viola Davis grew up in poverty and was attacked as a young girl by a group of young boys while she was young. She talks about that in the book, overcoming the stereotypes of being a black woman and finding success in one of the most difficult jobs in the world, only to go on and become one of the most internationally known actresses, producer of philanthropists, and now a best-selling author. First, black win the triple crown that means she won the emmy the tony and the oscar that's what the career has been for viola davis this book is a page turner heartfelt and breathtaking memoir so pick up your copy of finding me by viola davis thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.